Dunn. I'm here for one of my stories. It's Lindsay Dunn. I wanted to get on here and do a quick review of Scream 6. Scream 6 comes out on March 10th. It is put out by Paramount Pictures as well as Spyglass Media. It's put out by the collective known as Radio Silence. That is made of Matt Bettinelli Olfen, Tyler Gillette, and Chad Valilla. They are the team that put together movies like Ready or Not, which is a fantastic movie. If you have not seen that one, make sure to check it out. The movie Descript of Scream 6 is written by James Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. It is starring Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, Jasmine Savoy-Brown, Mason Gooding, Hayden Panettiere, Courtney Cox, Jack Champion, Henry Zerny, and several other side characters, including Dermot Mulroney, of all people. Scream 6 treads an impressive line between subverting expectations almost every step of the way, while at the same time giving us all the tropes and the things we have come to expect and love and need and want out of these movies. We want the surprises. We want to be kept in suspense every step of the way as to the identity of the ghost face killer. We also want the witty banter, not just between the castmates, but between the main characters and the killers over the phone. So that abounds, of course, and then the teeth clenchy suspense of being somewhere, whether it's in a darkened alley or on a crowded subway. You've seen it in the trailer. That scene delivers. Who doesn't think that a crowded subway can be very scary place? We are trading in our location for the cozy small town feel we've always known out of these movies. We're trading that in for the concrete streets of New York. And that gives Ghostface a brand new playground to play in. So instead of an abandoned and isolated house out in the woods where no one can hear you, Danger is lurking inside a crowded restaurant or in a high-rise building where there are people just feet or inches away. Nobody is safe. We know that with the ghost killer. But seeing this take place in Central Park or a convenience store, these things are just not what we've come to expect from the small town feel of Scream. So that is definitely a surprise. There's also the fact that this is a franchise. And so, of course, you have to do something new. You have to surprise the audiences. You have to make the scale a little bit bigger. And that is done in several ways in this movie. There's sort of world building that has to go on. Our world has now expanded outside of Woodsboro. We have to look at new motives and new reasons that people might want to don the mask or get involved with these killings that happened, started now 27 years ago, and we're still going strong. The world of Woods Woodsboro has grown, expanded to New York. And so there's just an originality and a freshness to that that this franchise has always brought, but it continues in the brilliant script that's written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick, and that is expertly delivered by the powerhouse now quartet of Melissa Barrera, 
Jenna Ortega, Jasmine Savoy Brown, and Mason Gooding. We know that the stars of the show are the duo of the Carpenter sisters, Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. But I have to say that at this point, also Jasmine Savoy Brown and Mason Gooding are just as great and compelling of characters, and they bring a lot of energy to the cast. This is this four cast of characters second movie together and they really gel as a team just their chemistry together is really great they take care of each other they've become a family in the original screen movies that sort of took place to an extent there were so many people that were lost that the family kind of broke up this is if you think about it, Scream 5 itself, one of the original things about that was that Tara survived. Usually the opening girl, she's a goner from the get-go, but having her survive was an original thing. And now these four characters are still together after this time. And not only that, but they've moved from Woodsboro to New York together. So they've been through it all. Jasmine Savoy Brown in particular gives a stunning performance at this point she is truly the heir of randy randy always gave the big monologue speech about what was going on in the movie and let us know exactly what was going to transpire with his wonderful speech and knowledge about horror movies and jasmine savoy brown does that and her monologue in this movie is just great so of course the script writers have a big role in that but also the way it's delivered is so completely engaging that it is what we want it to be it's hilarious and it's also self-knowing and also something that we have to look forward to in the movie and we're getting educated at the same time which is a beautiful thing because if you know about horror and know about the tropes it's it's just something that you already can agree with and it makes you laugh. But if you aren't familiar with horror tropes as much and you're sort of just getting into the world, then you're learning and you're being educated and you're in the know. And I love how these movies are accessible. That's the brilliance of them. They're very accessible to people, whether they're a horror aficionado or somebody who dreads horror. Now, I will say that not all of the side characters live up to the legacy that our main characters have helped us to expect. But because of it doesn't distract us from enjoying the story, they get dragged along <laughs> in the process with their more brilliant colleagues. Melissa Barrera is the continued alpha of this series, and ever since we found out that she's the very conflicted daughter of Billy Loomis, that just continues because now she's contending with that past. She's a she's our hero, but at the same time, she fears what is inside of her, and <clears throat> Melissa just does a great job with that. We root for her, while at the same time, we sort of cringe because we don't want the Billy inside of her to take over. That's not to say that I don't appreciate what Jenna Ortega brings, but just for me, Melissa Barrera is the clear standout of this series in the last movie and in this one that continues. 
for me, there is nothing quite as scary as the first and second movies of the franchise. I'm not sure if they will ever be able to top those. And maybe that's the point. Maybe we need the original to be the greatest ever. Uh, at a certain point, when do you start getting those diminishing returns? I will say that when I first, when five first came out, I watched it and I didn't find it that scary. But when I went back and watched it to pre prepare for this movie, I enjoyed it much more. So I'm not sure what my problem was exactly, but this movie was really great. I'm really curious where they're going to take Melissa Barrera next as Sam Carpenter, if they're going to continue with this cast as far as what else they'll do with her character and especially about her relation to Billy Loomis and that aspect of her that gets explored more in this movie. The violence level and blood level in this movie is <clears throat> slasher heavy. So if that is important to you, <clears throat> do not worry. You are in solid hands. I definitely recommend this movie if you're a fan of the franchise or just a fan of slasher films or you just want a fun horror movie to enjoy with friends. I don't think you'll enjoy this much if you watch this as a standalone. So definitely check out the other movies before you get here. So in conclusion, as I've already said, this is a great movie. I give it a solid four out of five. I probably enjoy it a little more than I did Scream 5 just because of how well those characters gel together. So I definitely recommend you check it out. It, it comes out on March 10th in theaters and it'll be on Paramount Plus, I guess, eventually if you don't feel like doing that. So definitely check this movie out and enjoy the Slasher Fest.